shining it's a beautiful day and i'm excited to be on the show oh fantastic and we're excited to hear everything that you got going on with you you know i understand um my michael you got a lot of a lot a lot of positive great stuff happening with you right now so i know our listeners are going to be looking forward to hear it from you yeah i, I know i am we got a quite a few questions here for you, but I'd like to start out by letting the artists tell our listeners um, a little bit about themselves, but I'll do a little bit. Um, today, we have Kristen Karma's going to be joining us, who's, uh, uh, I had a chance to listen to her music, everybody, so I'm letting, letting you know now, get ready, she, she, she's the bomb, she got it happening, so take it from me. Uh, Kristen's music career has already blossomed in the pop dance in her hometown of Vancouver, now located in Toronto. She is no strange to ever grow in the music industry. And, uh, wow, Kristen, um, a certificate in auto engineering, that's hot. Yeah, I know. It's um, <laughs> it's great. It really gives me the backbone on, uh, on creating some really good music. Yeah, well, that's great because that's something that I, I don't know. You know, I, I've done a lot of shows and I've talked to a lot of artists, you know, and I've dealt with a lot of political figures, believe it or not, that's been on the show. And one of my big things has been with why you guys don't put, you know, like the music and, and the arts back into schools at an early age, you know, um, I don't want to date myself, but at least when I was going to elementary and junior school, you know, we had a lot more music programs at a, at a younger age than what I find today. And um, if you didn't come from, you know, a, a so-so family could afford uh, music classes for you, or if your family themselves wasn't in the industry, you know, there's a lot of uh, young people, you know, that miss out on learning how to play instruments and and read and write, you know, and I know with the invented computers and all that stuff, a lot of artists know how to sample music and stuff, but 
a lot of them don't know how to do what you did. So I just want to get that out there. Yeah, no, it's, it's extremely important. I mean, um, I was fortunate enough to uh, have a piano growing up and, and a saxophone. And that's kind of where I, I started my journey. But um, through high school, we had, you know, a bunch of spare instruments in the, in the closet. And um, yeah, once, you know, I, 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 I found that I had learned my instruments enough. I could go and I learned, you know, trumpet, tuba, that kind of thing, and just progressed from there. I was allowed to use, you know, in the drum kit or pick up a guitar, that kind of thing. So um, I was really fortunate, and it's and I know what you mean with it not um, with the, with it not uh, being so active in, in schools anymore. It's, it's really a shame because it's taking that opportunity out of uh, the hands of of the younger generation that's. Uh, out there right now that wants to experiment and uh, and go first from there. Well, you can definitely tell the difference between uh, uh, artists and an artist out there because I came from that generation too where we had to learn how to play. You know, we had to learn how to read music and, and we even really had to learn how to work the stage. You know, and if you see a lot of these shows, a lot of performances by a lot of artists, and they are getting better, thankfully. Um, you know, they 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 just didn't get that. And to me, uh, a true, well-rounded artist know how to do all of that. They know how to write, read, you know, sing, you know, perform. You know, they got to know how to yeah. do it all. You know, just like yourself, Absolutely. they know how to do it all. To me, that's a true artist. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And um, I mean, if there's something more special and magical about a song that you write yourself, uh, rather than a song that is, uh, you know, written for you and you and you just sing it. I mean, um, there's so much more passion and soul and, and just so much, you know, oomph into it. And um, I wish kind of I kind of wish more artists would, especially on the on the charts right now would write their own music and actually learn an instrument and really develop their skills that way, as opposed to just being able to just, you know, belt out some notes and some words and, and that's it. So. Go out there and be a great karaoke singer. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, essentially that's, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's, it's, true i mean like it's easy enough to get a band to back you up for music you didn't create and just sing something but you know at the end of the day it's your name and what you want to put out there um and especially for stage performance um if you want to listen to or if you just you know want to go to a concert and just listen to the record you can stay at home and listen to the record why spend the money and go see it but if you're looking for a show or an experience that's when that's when you should be going to the show for something different. And even with my shows, I really like to incorporate something out of the norm, whether it's, you know, making a song acoustic or adding a different instrument, like a, um, a cellist I had one time, I had, you know, a guitar one time, like, um, or like a guest rapper, guest singer. Um, it's always different when you come to my shows because I like to bring, bring a little something different to each show that way, for those return fans who do show up to multiple shows, but they're not getting the same experience. I mean, you had to be there that, that one time to get that one special moment. And then other than that, like you just keep creating all these moments and that's what keeps the fans coming back. Right. Yes. 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 
let me let me ask you this one. Um, how do you feel about uh, doing your songs repeatedly? Repeatedly, oh, I I don't mind. I love it. I mean, I uh, there's so much you know love and so much emotion and just pouring my heart into all these songs that um, I'm really proud of what I put out. Um, and I would listen to them on repeat, you know, thousands of times and, and um, not get uh, bored of them or, or annoyed by them. And, and uh, I, I could sing them forever and, you know, change up little things here and there, make it a little interesting, a little different for, for stage and for live. But uh yeah, no, I, I, if I wasn't happy with the song, I wouldn't, uh, I, I wouldn't put it out to begin with. I guess let me explain a little bit too. The reason I asked for that question out there, so the listeners know where I was going with that, is, you know, in in my 150 years in the business, you know, I know as being a creative person, sometimes um, the song you put out last year, um, you you might be tired of doing that in your show. You know, and, you know, as a writer, you always, and a producer, you know, you're always creating, so you always want to hit the audience with the new stuff. But a lot of times, you know, artists forget that they don't know you for their new stuff. They know you from the stuff that you put out last year. That's kind of like what got them there to see you. You know what I mean? And then a lot of times artists get on the stage and they just, ah, I did that. I don't want to do that no more. And then they go into all this new stuff and people be sitting out there in the audience scratching their head, you know. Not that they don't like the new stuff, but they just don't know the new stuff. So that's why I asked you, you know, how did you feel about that? And, again, to me, a great artist can perform uh, their old stuff just like it's brand new today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and um... – it's funny because I, I sort of changed. I used to have this, you know, the set list that I played in Vancouver, and it came out here, and I played it for a little while, and um, I kind of sort of interchanging the songs, and I played a show, and I, um, I removed one of my songs, "Do You Believe in Karma?" And at the show, I actually had a couple fans come up and say, "You didn't play this song. Like this is your staple song." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like. I'll add it back into the set. I I wasn't sure like, who was listening to what or who knew which song, but it was it was really cool because I hadn't built my fan base in Toronto yet, and to have people say, you know, I've listened to your your song and like you didn't play it, and, like it's my favorite song, and I'm like, all right, all right. So I I started adding it back, and and you know, I I, I swap out the odd songs just so it's a tight set and and really high energy. Um, but uh, yeah, if if I ever get bored, like um, I I play my song Believe quite a bit, and uh, I have two versions, you know, an electronic version, um, an acoustic version. I've played multiple versions, whether it's just an acoustic guitar myself or um, it's uh, somebody else playing acoustic guitar with harmonies, or it's a full band, or and it's as long as you're changing it up and making it interesting, so the audience doesn't get bored, um, then and you're on point there. You're golden. Wow. Well, tell us, who who was some of uh, your musical influences when you were coming up, Kristen? So my influences, a huge one would be Avril Lavigne. Um, I've been listening to her since she came out. I'm still a huge fan of her music, um, just her, her songwriting skills and her um, just everything. It's, it's amazing. Um, also Lady Gaga, just for everything she does she's amazing and very talented uh katie perry 
Did you uh, get, and the Veronicas. Did you get? Did you get to? Did you get to meet Lady Gaga? I understand you did some performance at her one hour events or something? Yeah, so I uh, performed at two of her VIP after parties. Um, so in 2013, she was touring for the Born This Way Ball, and uh, uh, I, I kind of knew the organizer of the VIP after party, and it was put on with in part with Interscope Records and a couple other uh, companies. And uh, so long story short there I, I got the gig and so I opened the night um, for the VIP after party and uh, uh, ended up opening for DJ Lady Starlight who was actually Gaga's tour opener for, uh, for that so that was pretty cool um, she didn't show up to that one she apparently she was in her, her mobile studio recording for the next album which is pretty cool so I mean new music is new music and you never know when inspiration strikes um, but uh, yeah I I, again, I was asked in uh, 2017 when she released her album, Joanne, and uh, I went to Vancouver to play the uh, VIP after party again. It was, uh, it was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, and you opened, also opened up for Aton. How was that? Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, so I, uh, yeah, he was, he was doing his uh, Canadian promo tour and, uh, he was doing a stop in Guelph, Ontario, and uh, I believe the uh, one of the openers had dropped off. So I, uh, you know, put my case forward, my music and everything, and, and got the slot. And it was, uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. You know, jam packed. Uh, we got to meet Akon after, and like just have a quick, you know, photo op and chat with him. And yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I know that was a wild show. Yeah, and um, he's a really, really good uh, performer. So it was really cool yeah, to see I him and like he... everyone on stage doing their thing. Yeah, I wonder where he is though. He's been kind of quiet here lately, unless he's been doing something, you know, abroad or something. Yeah, he was doing a lot abroad. I think he was doing the um, uh, something in Africa. I think it was. Uh, like the energy or the, the solar energy or something like that, or um, I could be wrong, so don't call me on that. But uh, yeah, I know he's he's doing a lot for uh, abroad. So I mean, yeah, I I hope he releases some new music and and uh, get to see him perform live again because that was that was really an experience. I don't know. Is he is he from Canada? Where no, he from? no, he's not. From, um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too sure. Where he's from, but he's no, he's not. Uh, he's not Canadian. Um, he's, I'm pretty sure he's from the U.S. Hmm. Alrighty then. So you know, I hear a lot of talk about your 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 single uh, "Party Heroes." Tell us tell us about that. Yeah, so this is my latest single. It was released on uh, April 6th on all, all streaming media. Um, so the inspiration for this, I was actually hosting a party in Toronto when I had just moved here and uh, kind of dying down around 11, 11.30 as, as parties normally do. And, um, you know, people were, you know, starting to put on their shoes and their jackets and whatnot. And a friend of mine showed up with her entourage and uh, kind of had, had more uh, more food, more more drinks, more more everything, just louder in general, and uh, came in, really turned up the music, and just kind of like got people, 
you know, like to take off their jackets and to come back and join the party. And, and we had a blast and it, it lasted for a while. And, um, yeah, I was like, wow, like, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has this kind of a, a mediocre party. Maybe I don't know how to host one. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I was like, wow, wow, she's a real party hero. And I thought, like, I had this concept. I had to go into the studio and record it. So I uh, gathered up my thoughts and my lyrics and everything and went into the studio with my producer, Mark, and uh, we came out with this gem. <laughs> okay, and turn it up. <laughs> That's right. Turn it up from one to ten. <laughs> That's all right. Well, listen, we're going to have our ear- listeners put their ears on this. Um, everybody, let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. Kristen Karma coming at you with Party Heroes. the way 
Okay, your girl Miss Drama Ganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K Diddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Hello, we're back with Kristen Karma. I can almost hear you, see you doing your thing on stage with that. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun kind of in-your-face, get-up-and-dance kind of tune. And uh, it's it's always nice to see everyone kind of dancing in the crowd, doing their own thing, you know, dancing on tabletops, right? <laughs> get it going. Yeah, I could definitely see that, like a big, uh, big major house party thing with everybody just up doing their thing, waving their hands and bouncing all over the place. I could definitely see the energy there. Yeah. <laughs> I know you had fun um, recording that. So you wrote the song. How many How many members in your band? Um, so there's four members in my band, but I only have them for live performances. So I do all of the um, the writing, or I, or I co-write with my producer, and uh, I, you know I go into the studio and either uh, my producer and I record it and and do our thing, um, and then I bring my band in later to learn the music and uh, do the performances. So it's a little bit of a different way to do things, but uh, I have I have uh-huh, such a girl. strong I'm vision. I'm over here saluting you already ten times more now. <laughs> I mean, you're doing the doggone thing. That's what's up, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm. At the end of the day, it's 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 my name out there. It's my vision. It's what I want to portray. And um, I just found in the past with too many people kind of giving opinions or thinking it should be this way. Um, or that way and doing their own thing or the style wise or whatnot. Um, this is what works best. And, uh, for me at least, and, um, I know exactly what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, what I want to say. And, uh, my producer, Mark just helps, uh, bring it all out and make sure it's exactly how I want it to sound. And once that's that, then I, uh, I, I take it to my band and we do our thing and, and, uh, yeah, everything's exactly how I want it to be on stage, uh, down to uh, what we wear, they wear, what I wear, how it sounds, how uh, just everything, everything. I'm very hands-on in what I do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, listen, everyone, for those who just recently joined us, uh, we chopped it up with Kristen Karma. We talked about her journey, her music and stuff. If you'd like to join us, um, press number one on your phone. And for those who don't have the number, it's 347-308-8747. Press number one. Let us know you're there. We'll be glad to let you in and join the conversation. Uh, Kristen, you know, it's a quick, short story. You know, I used to have the blues with my engineer, my engineer, two different engineers now, two different times in my career. I had one engineer that just happened to be a guitar player, and I had another engineer that just happened to be a bass player, and on almost all of my material, you know, when we just straight before even we do the vocals, you know, I could always hear the guitar more than anything, and I, it took me a while to try to figure out why that was. 
It was the most funny experience, you know what I mean? The music would always end up being colored. Just like you said, it would always end up being sounding like not exactly what I wanted to sound like or uh, the instrument that was more prominent may not have should have been the one that should have been <laughs> the one that's out there. But because the person is doing their mixing, <laughs> you know, it's, I'm like, oh, man, can, we, can I have somebody else come and do this? <laughs> that, that didn't have an interest, you know what I'm saying? It didn't play maybe, just know how to mix. But yeah, I know you've been through that. Too. <laughs> I know you've been through. Yeah, that I hear too. you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm always making my little adjustments after I get sent the, uh, you know, the initial um, draft of it or whatnot. I'm always, uh, can we maybe take out this or take out that or let's change this. And yeah, my producer's pretty, uh, pretty good with it, and he, he, he uh, makes most of the changes. But uh, yeah, you know, having that background in audio engineering really helps with that too. Because I know exactly down to the minute little details, like exactly like down to a breath. You know, like I can hear the breath. Let's take it out. You know, that kind of thing, or let's let's keep it in or whatnot. So it's kind of interesting, just to just to have that background, being able to point out those those different things that not necessarily everyone could point out. Have you have you ever felt like you over overproduced a, a track? You know what I, what I, you know what I mean by that. You know, like sometimes you can go in there and lay a track, and you know it's just it, it it's just there, and then uh, you get in your head, well, I need to change this. I can make this better, or I can change that. I can make that better, and then at the end of the day, or tomorrow or next week, you end up just not really liking it that much. Have you ever went through that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. With um, right now I'm I'm good, but with my earlier stuff, I used to um, uh, I probably had four or five different versions of the same song. I didn't know if I wanted to go in a more rock direction, more electronic, or more you know dubstep version. Like I, I wasn't too sure, and I have all these versions of different songs, and you know, and again, it's it's going back to it. Let's add a little guitar. Let's add a little this, a little that, and then it becomes a completely different uh, arrangement of the song. And then you're, and then it's like, well, I don't like this either. So then it's like, then you're sitting in in and in your library, you've got the same song, you know, five different times, five different versions. Um, I've got a couple of songs like that. I uh, uh, I've rewritten a song and and released it with a totally different meaning. Um, yeah, it's, it's all, you never you I never know. Like, I should have left this stuff alone in the first place. It was fine the right? way that it was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's um, <laughs> just funny to see, it, but that's all. It's all part of the learning process and uh, part of uh, just, just growing as a musician, as an artist. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah, I just wanted before bring that out too, so the listeners wouldn't think that they're crazy too. Because I've done that so many times. <laughs> the song was just perfect from the beginning because you just got the feeling, you know, the mood is right. I mean, everything is just there, you know, like the first, second take is just there. And then you get that producer, they get that producer hat on and say, like, I'm gonna just go kick this up a little bit and kick up the bottom end a little bit and tweak this a little bit. And then I'm like, damn, I should have left that alone. You know, I find I find yeah, that right. more with um, when I'm copying um, drums um, that I it's like I just add a little bit to the snare, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then it's like after like hours of like with the same snare drum, 
that it's like, huh, I don't like it. I'm going to go back to the back to the start and start again, right? <laughs> so. So, yeah. so what do you do? What do you do when you're not being a super artist, producer, band leader? What do you do? What do I do? Um, you can usually find me. Uh, I travel a lot. Um, last year I spent. How's somebody going to find you if you travel a lot? They're like, catch me on my airplane. Or <laughs> How do you go find you if you travel a lot, Kristen? Last, well, last year I wanted to, to get more inspiration for my upcoming album, so I did um, 12 countries last year, 12 new countries. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, experienced different cultures. I went down south, I went to Europe, I went, you know, all over Um that was really good. So I got a lot of a lot of inspiration, a lot of moments, a lot of uh you know, I went with different people by myself, like um so that was good. So I, I love to travel. Um and then yeah, just going out and supporting the live live music, the local acts around uh around the city, um, around Ontario or or even when I'm out west in Vancouver, like I like to go and, and support the local artists out there and and really network and uh yeah, it's all whatever I can do music wise. Is all your activities uh surrounding the industry? I mean, you know, riding horses, fishing, uh um, bowling, tennis, none of that kind of stuff. Well, um bowling. I haven't been bowling in a while long time, but um <laughs> yeah. not you no know, um, just going out for walks or like uh, bike rides or, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just around enjoying nature and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to know. I know that's why I asked you, is that all your life is surrounded about music? Because I know sometimes that happens to me too. And every now and then I got to take, take a minute and go smell the roses, as they say. So just wanted yeah. to add hobbies or anything that you like doing just to turn off that hat, you know. I kind of even, you know, I like going to people's concerts and shows, but then the other side of me, it's kind of hard for me to turn off the business side. I end up sitting there critiquing the show, and I hate mm-hmm. a bad sound, man, in, a, in an event. That kills me because I'm like, you know, the group need help sounding good. They don't need no help sounding bad, and the sound man be terrible. That's crazy. Anyway, I'm 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 a little special, Kristen. <laughs> it's all it's all good. It's all good. I I know what you mean. Like I'm always always trying to network wherever I am, which is uh, whatever I'm doing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to stay, you know, active. I'm um, going to the gym or like uh, have I'm really in a nice area by the water, so I'm uh, you know, going for walks down down to the the lake or whatnot and. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited for summer. I'll be out outdoors, patios, rooftops, you know, enjoying life. Got any animals? Any animals? No, I I I don't have any animals. Uh, I grew up with uh, fish. My my father had some fish, but uh, that's about it and the extent of, of me having animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. So listen, we got another one of your songs here queued up. Um, Wonder why? Tell us about that. 
So I Wonder Why um, was written, um, so it's basically a breakup song when, um, like, uh, your, whoever you're seeing is, uh, has broken up with you and you, you don't know why, you know, what happened. Um, it's just kind of like lost in that fog of, did you do something or did, what, like, was it me? Was it you? Like, what happened? Very confused, like, um, like, is it okay to say hi after you've broken up? Like, you know, in that, that state where you just, you don't know. Um, so, yeah, so you, so you wonder why. And that's uh, that's uh, one of my new songs. Oh, fantastic. Everyone here is wonder why. Miss. I always know why they left me because they want me to do the cooking and I can't boil water, so I usually know why. <laughs> wonder why, y'all. In a drunken night, you told me we were never right. These sparks would never ignite. You packed your bags for me with the heart out on my sleeve, ripped out and left bleed.
ballads. I have a breakaway and, and believe the acoustic version. Um, but I like even, um, I like creating up-tempo songs. Um, even if it's about like sad things or whatnot, like this, this is one of my slower songs, but I still like the, the beat behind it and everything so that it still Mm -hmm. catches your attention. Well, that's important. Because if people, you don't get people's attention, it doesn't matter what you're saying because they're not going to hear you anyway. Exactly. So, so that's the right approach. That's yeah. definitely the right approach. So, Kristen, what has been the biggest musical accomplishment for you this year so far? This year? um well, it would have been releasing my single. It's uh, it's going to be the first in in a couple singles that I'll be releasing. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, that's that's so so far. There's lots to come. Um, I'm hoping to release the album at the end of the year um, or early next year. So I've got that in the works. Um, but as of right now, it would be the release of Party Heroes. Are you at a major independent, or so far you just? Kind of solo doing your own thing. I uh, know I'm I'm independent. I do everything myself, but uh, apart from uh, Michael, who's helping me with the the PR section. But um, yeah, I I do everything myself uh, from you know putting on my own shows and and headlining them and finding opening acts or um, uh, my own music, releasing things. Um, uh, yeah, I find that. A lot of a lot of bands nowadays think they need management or think they need uh, you know so, something to help them out. But uh, there's a lot you can do yourself. And um, oh man, yeah, I just you just keep yeah, you just you got to keep pushing, keep keep grinding, keep doing your thing because it's your name out there, and you can't really rely on somebody else to get get you where you want to go. I have a goal of what I want to attain and. I'm the only one who's going to get there. So, um, yeah. Well, I need you. I, I need you to come on the show every. I need you to come on the show every week and say that. You know, I get so many emails, Kristen. Uh, my assistant, you know, she was just telling me the other day, and you know, I'm constantly getting emails um, about artists needing management, and. And they don't really understand, you know, there's three different components. There's the management, um, you know, there's the investor, and there's a booking agent. And a lot of people come at you and say they need a manager, especially young artists, young groups, you know, I need a manager. And uh, a real manager is looking at them like, well, you don't really have nothing for me to manage because that's what managers do. You know, managers manage. 
mean, that's what that means. I manage. But if you have nothing for me to manage, you don't have an EPK, you have done no work at all, nobody knows anything about you, you have no following, nothing. You don't have a bio, you have no pictures, you have nothing recorded, but you need management? Really? I mean, you know, and... You know, and I try, you know, I do these shows and I try to have something informative to people so they can understand that just like what you're saying is so, so powerful. There's so much that you could do yourself for yourself to even get to the point where you even look like a decent investment. Because until you do that, people look at you like, you haven't even taken no time to even try to put yourself together. So how are we going to take time to work with you and for you? That's exactly it. And I'm, I've been hustling since day one. I mean, my my very first show in Vancouver, I found um, I used to, a company called Supernova, and they used to put on Battles of the Band. And uh, you know, I signed up and I played that and got second place. From there, I I um, started headlining and putting together my own shows, finding other bands in the city. Um, and really, from there, I just I just kept kept going and and hustling and like if you look at my kind of musical resume there you see as we talked about you know I opened for Akon I've done Lady Gaga's after parties I played a uh, indie week in Canada um last November I mean and that's all independent that's all me is pushing myself to 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 go and keep grinding and hustling and and doing what I can to get my career further but no, I haven't. I don't have a label behind me. Um, I don't have a manager. I don't have. Uh, uh, I don't have an investor. Like I do have a day job, and I, I I work my butt off to be able to afford, you know, the new music or the albums or whatnot. And and I just I just keep going, and and that's what every artist should be doing. I mean, I get a like I also get uh, artists that have reached out to me asking where do I find where do I find a manager, an artist manager, or what's my next step? And and I tell them, well, if I gave everything away for free, like, you would be where <laughs> I am. Like, you need, you need to learn. Like, I did all my research. I found, you know, I, I took a look at, at the bands that I love um, and what they were doing on stage. Did they have costumes? Did they not have costumes? Did they have dancers? Um, what kind of equipment were they using? Um down to how they set up their show you know I got DVDs books I learned everything I could about what I can I'm still learning and and that's what every artist should be doing is really like looking researching their craft if you want to make it in this industry you really have to know what you're doing because you could you could get handed a 360 deal and nobody you know these new artists would just take it and you know you're giving up all your rights to your music so um like you you just have to know your. You have to know what what you want to do and where you want to go, and just really know the industry. Right. Well, the important thing to what you just said is they have to do they due diligence and learn the business that they want to be in. Um, like I said, those three things. People, like I said, they, they want a manager, but like, look, nobody's got to manage you. Put yourself together first, you know. Make yourself look like a decent investment, and somebody might come along. And, Kristen, there's no doubt, and I'm sure probably after this show, you probably have a lot of people calling you wanting to work with you since basically you're available. There's a lot of labels out here would love to have you because of your hustle, because of your grind, because of your spirit, because of your heart. You know, you're not looking for no 
hand out. You're looking for a hand up. You know? Exactly. So there, there, there's a difference when you're out here doing it and putting it down and not just talking the talk, but, you know, you're walking the walk, and that's evident uh, with your commitment and stuff. So I definitely uh, respect that, you know, and I know there's great things in store for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm really excited for the future. You never know. Uh, well, I've been around long enough, the ones that got a shot at it versus the ones that need to go back to the woodshed. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, that's for sure. There is a difference, you know. Nothing beats a failure but a try. Which brings me up to your next song called Try. Yeah, so this is um this is the uh the next single. Um and uh, it's basically about um I guess another breakup song, but basically knowing your knowing your worth and knowing that you were worth the fight and that it was kind of stupid for for the relationship to end because obviously they had no idea how much um, they they really didn't value you or your time. And, uh, yeah, it's just about, like, knowing, like, you should have tried because I'm worth the fight, which is exactly what the lyrics are. And, uh, yeah, so this is Try. All right. Okay, everybody, you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. It's called Try, Miss Kristen Carmen.
try, Mr. Kristen Karma. Hello. Yes. Kristen. Yeah. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. What you doing a whole bunch of breakup songs, girl? You don't know nothing about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's um, it's um, been compiled over the last couple of <laughs> the last couple of times. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the the way the problem is. I just wanted I just wanted to make you laugh. Huh? That was all. <laughs> I just wanted I know, to make you laugh. It's all good. It's all good. I mean. You know Taylor Swift does the same thing with her her album and her breakup songs, and there's there's obviously money in this kind of uh, of uh, uh, topic, but th- that wasn't my intention. I just came in with a couple of strong songs and realized, yeah, th- these two were kind of um, in that realm. But uh, it's it's the album is not fully full of breakup uh, songs. They are not so. <laughs> There'll be some more upbeat, um, good ones. Yeah, hey, look, I just wanted you to put that out there so our listeners wouldn't think you had them lined up or nothing. No, 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 no. So, listen, so what do you got planned? What What are you doing next? Um, so I'm, I'm currently in the studio recording the next uh, song, and um, so that'll be finished uh pretty quick here um but it's working towards my album like i said um hopefully to have it released end of the year or early next year and um in the meantime i've got a show on july 27th and uh that's that's here in toronto and so i'll be headlining that show with some really talented uh, um, musicians female musicians that are on the uh on, on the show so yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what uh, what happens and where Party Heroes goes. And, yeah, it's just a really exciting time. Yeah, well, let me jump back here for a second. Um, I know we were talking about, earlier in the show, we were talking about um, different artists, the ones that had the ability to read, write, and play versus the ones that <clears throat> use their computers and do sampling and stuff. What do you feel about the importance of uh, social media uh, nowadays and how it affects the music and the artists? I think it's extremely important. Um, I wasn't too, too, too into it when I first started, um, and I thought it was a waste of time, but it's brought me so many new fans and so many people that I haven't been able to connect with on a uh, like face-to-face basis. Um, so like my fans, I have a lot of fans coming from, from the States, a lot of um, artists that want to collaborate. Um, I just even say, hello. I, I love, I love the single. I love the songs. You know, they tell me how much my songs have touched them. It's, it's been amazing. And the, I normally, I wouldn't be able to um, reach that many people, but it's, it's extremely important to keep up to date with that. Um, and I, uh, I love hearing from the fans and their stories and, um, yeah, it, it makes me excited to possibly like want to, want to tour some of these, um, some of these cities where my fans are from and, and experience, um, you know, different, different cities and that kind of thing. Yeah. 
you have a beautiful spirit. You know, I just want to say that again too, because it's like um, the industry we're in now is like a lot of times on this side of the fence or table, should I say, um, labels don't even really give artists a full shake like they used to. And what I mean by that is a lot of times they look at your numbers, they look at they look at your social media, they want to know how many views you got, how many hits you got. And then if mm-hmm. all that stuff's impressive, then they listen to your music, but a lot of times they don't listen to your music first. Yeah, and that's not really giving a fair um assessment to the, the artist because nowadays there's so many so many programs and bots and and whatnot that just fake the views or fake the followers or fake the, um, you know, that, that kind of thing. It's, it's, um, I don't know, you can, you can pay somebody to get you followers on Instagram, but at the the end of the day, are you really like, you're not having a personal connection with your fans. There's nothing yeah. there. Not interacting with them. And, it, and it's so easy to find out with the, the, the store. Bo- oh, yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy to find find the ones that's like that because they usually fall off in a couple of days anyway. You know. Yeah. Or well, there's no and, comments on, the, on your photo or your video. And it's like, but you have, you know, 500 and 1,000 likes and there's like one comment. Like, how does that make any sense? Yeah, it doesn't for the people that's really looking at it and know the difference, man. But that's one part of the industry that I I don't like because it deprives a lot of really good artists. Because, like I said, there's a lot of great artists out there that's just not really computer lit. You know, um, they're just not savvy, and they don't have nobody in their camp that, you know, really picking up that slack for them. You know, so they go unheard a lot until you know god steps in and they get that big opportunity but that's the part of the side that i don't like about that yeah you know but then i understand too why they do it because there's really no strong a and r department out there no more because if an r guy sign you and you don't do well then he's fired so now yeah. they try to look at the numbers to get a pulse to see who's really vibing this artist, who's really checking this artist. Are they really worth me coming to see? So I can kind of understand that part of it too, though. Yeah, yeah, no, no, me too, me too. It's a, it's a different way of looking at things, but it's strictly from the interacting with fans from from all over the world. It's it's a great way to have them, um, you know, like so accessible if you know they have a comment they have questions you know that kind of thing it's uh it's, it's been really great because there's not uh, there's a lot of countries that i haven't been to or i i you know like i are not in the budget to go to so um to have right. them listen from certain countries it's it's been it's been pretty cool pretty cool to say the least that's great that's great wow it's been so fun, Kristen. Listen, we're down to the last couple of minutes of the show, so tell everybody where they can go get your music, where they can go check you out. Yeah, so you can check out my website at uh, com. I'm also um, on Facebook, uh, Kristen Karma, Instagram, Kristen Karma. I'm on Twitter, YouTube, um, all, all, the, all the streaming sites, so you like my music you can download it itunes amazon spotify um yeah i love to hear from my fans like i said so give me a uh, shoot me a message 
anywhere. I'll, I'll answer back. I'd be happy to hear from you. Well, fantastic, uh, Chris. And it's been great to have you. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. And I know our listeners learned some something. I hope they got something positive out of this that could help their careers, help them do what you're doing, because I know a lot of people out there want to do what you're doing. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Michael. You're great, fantastic. Just want to recognize you as well. Keep doing what you do, sir. Yes, yeah, my friend. And uh, Kristen, we're going to take you home with your song, Party Heroes. And again, much love to you. Continue success. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.